Hello, welcome to Thoughts on Thoughts, a podcast where you, our listeners, can become part of a conversation with us. We are three therapists who are going to talk about the good, the hard, and all the in-betweens of life. Come join us. This is KJ, and we have Jessica here for our 119th episode. That's a that's a very important number. It is. It feels important. It feels big. <laughs> 119. 119. Um, so today we're introducing a new series we're going to have on the podcast. It's all about tools to reduce the mental load in your life. So the mental mm-hmm. load is that emotional labor, the back of the mind stress, the stuff that we are carrying with us all the time that weighs us down and makes Mm -hmm. things feel harder, especially if you are also battling anxiety, depression, other mental health issues, and you have a heavy mental load on top of all that, it can make things really tough. So we wanted to Mm -hmm. start a new series that is dedicated to giving you guys tools that will help you reduce that. These are tools that we've used and love, and we just want this to be, I don't know, like a new thing that we're doing that will hopefully be very beneficial for those that listen. Mm -hmm. You guys already know we've had a few episodes on KJ and I, our obsession with like minimizing and getting our routines minimized and just like making life a little bit easier that way. And so this is coming out of that because you guys have seemed to like that and have responded well. So it's your fault. If you don't want this, like you shouldn't have responded well to the other episodes. So what are we supposed to do now? We're just going to give you more of this content. So, and it's so helpful, like truly for me and for KJ, like we love what it's done for our lives. Taylor would also agree with us, but she's not here. So that's why I'm saying me and KJ. Taylor will agree with us when she's on for the next one. Don't you worry. Yes. Yes. So uh, today we are going to talk about journaling, but we're going to Mm -hmm. get a little more in depth as to the why behind it and some questions to ask yourself. So Jessica, this is, it's -hmm. all you. What do you have for us? Okay, so journaling, I'm sure that you have heard of journaling as a wonderful therapeutic technique. It is very helpful. It is a way for us to make the unconscious conscious, to make our thoughts very um, apparent to ourselves because once it's written, we can kind of reflect back on it and it just comes out in a different way. Um, And it's very highly recommended like in CBT they'll have you journal you know just like very standard therapy will often recommend you journal so what happened for me was I was living life and I decided to start a self-care club a lot more to come on that next week we'll have a whole episode all about my self-care club which was a genius idea if I do say so myself so that first episode that first meeting of self-care club 
um, we were all talking and we were kind of just like figuring out like what we needed to do for self-care and all this. And I realized I really wanted to figure out what the roots were that were holding me back from taking care of myself, if that makes sense. Like, why is it difficult for me to have great self-care? Like what's standing in the way and all of that kind of thing? Because then I know how to like actually address it and move through and whatnot. So I decided that the best way to start to deal with that was to once again, start journaling. I have done this before where I regularly journaled and just kind of had like a brain dumping kind of journal. Um, This is a different journal than like, today I went to the farm with my children and they ran the, like, this is a different kind of journaling. So put that out of your mind. Yeah. This is an introspective kind of journal, which I have done before and I loved it and it was very helpful. And so I was like, oh, I need to get back to that. And I think that this will really help me figure out what these, some of these roots are for me and what's going on in my life and what's holding me back and what's not holding me back, you know, all of this. So I started to do a journal and this is what my question is that I ask myself. And I literally, the first few times was writing it at the top of the page, which is just so cute of me. Right. Mm -hmm. So what do I want to know? What do I want to feel? And what do I want to do today? I believe these questions, those questions come from Sydney Leanne. Is that her Instagram? Yeah. Yep. The day book. Yes. Um, If you are an OG blogger, you'll, she's the day book to me because when I was a freshman in college, I started following her. So that was like 75 years ago, basically. (laughs) Anyway, so she talked about this and this is not like a recent thing that she talked about journaling about this stuff and asking about this. This was like also years ago, but it just stuck with me and it's how I started journaling. And I really liked it because it really did lead me to like this really nice place of like connection with myself, connection with a higher power, connection with the people in my life, relationships, because those questions would lead me to just like very different avenues every time. So, um, so I started journaling that way. And I found it was really good for me. So I just kept going, you know. So something that we want for you guys is to also just join me on this journey. See what comes out. See what happens as you start to journal. So here are some tips and some tricks. And then we're going to give you some really good questions. So um, I'll share a tip. KJ will share a tip. And then we'll go from there. My first tip is get a pen you like. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but also do. But the first tip is to write it with your hand. So there's for sure research, which we won't link, but you can find it because we don't want to go and find it. But it does exist that writing absolutely connects you in a different way to your emotional state and your unconscious and all of that kind of stuff. So there's something about the act of writing that is important versus like typing on your phone. So if you can only type on your phone, please type on your phone. Like that's not going to be bad for you by any means. But if you want to get like the greatest effect, it's very helpful to write. And also you can view it as like exercise because your hand will hurt and uh, you'll have to persevere and you will have to be like, wow, I need to work out my hand. So. I literally am like, this is exercise as I'm doing this. Yeah. Check, check. Really I'm getting two things done, you know? Mm-hmm. So that's my first tip. KJ, on to you. 
Yeah, my first tip. Oh, it left my head. It really left the building. Should have written them down. Back to me. (laughs) (laughs) And back to you. No, my first tip is to journal somewhere without distractions. So maybe just put your phone somewhere else in a different room. Yeah. And really just block out time to focus on one task. And that one task is to journal about these questions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if my kids are awake, I will go into my closet and sit down and journal. Um, if they are not awake, then I just do it in bed before I like get out of bed. Mm-hmm. So because, yeah, I agree. Distraction free on your own, whatever. Yeah. Okay, my next tip is to set a timer for however long you want to do it. And yeah, spend that whole time writing and don't stop, if that makes sense. Like if you're like coming to a point where you're like, I don't really have anything else to say, just sit with it for a second and I guarantee more will come. And that's probably like that next layer that you really wanted to be able to get to. So I'm not talking about like 30 minutes journaling. I'm talking about 10 to 15 minutes, which... Like I said, when your hand is cramping, you're like, wow, I'm like really writing for a long time, but it'll be really good because you do 10 to 15 minutes every few days, which is what I do. I'm not an everyday journaler. I'm not that impressive. And, uh, and you'll find that like, wow, you're really getting a lot of things out in that amount of time. So set it a timer, put your phone away. And then when the timer goes off, you have permission to be done if you want to keep writing. I mean, I guess you have permission to do that too, but I never do. My hand always hurts too much. I'm like, see you later. I'm done. Yeah. Peace out. Yeah. So, yeah. Perfect. My second tip is to take a non-judgmental stance as you do this. Uh, and maybe that is a me problem, but coming from a perfectionist brain, it's mm-hmm. like if I put this in writing, it has to be absolutely correct and perfect in every way. And that is not true. Not true. I have to really kind of do some mental gymnastics to take a non judgmental stance with my journaling um, and just kind of let whatever comes come out and just remind mm-hmm. myself like this <laughs> isn't going to be written in stone <laughs> to be passed on to generations. <laughs> right. Like, yes. It doesn't have yeah. to be read by anyone else's eyes ever like this is purely Mm -hmm. for me it's an exercise and just like some stream of consciousness thoughts and just seeing Mm -hmm. what flows out um and then like pondering that like reflect on it and see okay what came out and what can I do with this info like it is data collection for your inner self and you don't have to judge yourself harshly about it absolutely I love it I love it. 10 out of 10. Recommend. Okay. So our next tip is going to be to use beautiful, wonderful journal prompts. So let's get into what some of these journal prompts are and what, um, and how they've kind of like helped me and stuff, I guess, (laughs) because I love talking about myself. That's why I have a podcast. (laughs) Who knew? Right. Okay. So the big thing that I like to do is that just kind of like brain dumping of like, what do I want to know? What do I want to recognize? What do I want to feel? What do I want to do? And I feel like that's very helpful for just like brain dumping. But what I've also found is it's helpful to have these kind of more hyper-specific topics to delve into on an occasional 
basis. So every day you don't need like this intense journal prompt, but I've found that like once every month, I like to have this like more intense, really kind of like deep, it feels like kind of like a conversation with myself, I guess, really. Mm -hmm. Right. So like, for instance, I restarted therapy, um, over the summer. And the first time I went, I like gave my therapist my history and she was like, well, what do you want out of therapy? And I was like, I will get back to you. (laughs) So literally I went home that week. What I worked on that whole week was just journaling. What do I want to get out of therapy? And it was fascinating to see what came up, you know, because like I said, when she asked me, I just was like, we'll fix everything that's wrong in my life. I don't know. Like, I just want to be happy all the time. I don't know. But then once I started to journal, it was like, oh, I want to shift this in this relationship. I want to learn how to manage this stressor. I want, you know, and I like had quite a few goals to bring back to her. She probably was like, this is too many goals for treatment, Jessica. You can't have 20 goals on your treatment plan. But, you know, what do you do when you're a therapist? You just really go for it. So. So something like that where you're like, okay, I really need to be hyper-specific. It's tailored to my life at this time, you know, and I need to figure this kind of thing out. So I recommend doing that. So let's give you guys a few ideas, a few prompts, if you will. Um, One of the big ones that I did at some point, I don't know when, um, is I asked myself, what would my ideal day be like? What would my ideal life be like? And you can ask this about anything. What is my ideal fill in the blank? What would my ideal relationship with my daughter look like? What would my ideal relationship with my spouse look like? What would my ideal road trip look like? What would my ideal meal look like? What would anything, right? But it's really nice to give yourself an opportunity to like really ponder and just like I said, when you're doing this kind of bringing that unconscious out and seeing like what's in there, what is really important to me? Because what I found is like as I start writing, I just start because I know that I'm going to get to the good stuff as I write. So you have to kind of like just start somewhere stupid like my ideal life is a life where I go to Disneyland once a year, you know, like just something dumb. But then from there, I can really delve into things. And so you want to give yourself that room to really dig deep and be like, what is ideal? And in that, for me, I like to include things that are just like kind of what we would think of as like a fantastical dream of like this happens and everything is wonderful and glorious and whatever, but then also keeping it. So doing that kind of like fantastical, like I would go to Europe, I would go, I would go live on the Oregon coast, you know, those kinds of things, right? Like if KJ wasn't going to dream, she wouldn't be living her actual dream. Living on the Oregon coast in a retirement community. (laughs) Exactly. 100%. 10 out of 10 recommend, you know, but you can only have that if you're going to like dream, you know, so it's okay to like, say my ideal life has like a little bit of this like fanciful dreaming in it. Mm -hmm. And then you also can have that ideal life of like, what is it inside the confines of like what I'm actually doing now? And you can have those be separate prompts. You can maybe you're talking about what's happening now and then you kind of go off to the fantastical of like, this is actually what I would really like. And then you can sit back 
maybe the next day you come and you revisit what you wrote yesterday and then continue off on that, you know, Mm -hmm. that kind of a thing. Because I think it's nice to have kind of like both parts of that where it's like, what is like what I can actually dream and like I would just would love to achieve. And then what's like realistic and like what I would like to be happy today within my current circumstances, that kind of a thing, you know? Yeah. That's a great question. Um, Yeah. I'm all about that idealizing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Ideal life, ideal day, all of that. Right. Yeah. So then, um, my, the other thing that I have found really helpful that I think will be very helpful for you right now are some seasonal questions because Mm. congratulations, it is officially fall. Actually, it's not officially fall yet. I believe that's coming September 21st would be that day, but it is celebration and merriment. Yeah, exactly. Also, did you, this is hundred percent tangent. I read a book and I learned that pagan people had a celebration every six weeks throughout the entire year. Cause they were celebrating all of these, like this equinox and this and you know, Mm. whatever. And I'm like, let's bring that back because let's, it would yes. make it a lot easier. Cause like, that's why the end of the year is so nice because it's like, it's less than six weeks between these big holidays. Yes. It's so nice. You and know, then we spiral come January. Yeah. Cause there yeah, is exactly. Yeah. Mm. And, and like what comes is Valentine's day, which is kind of a lame holiday in my opinion. Yeah. So anyways, let's bring that back. You could journal about that. Please do. Okay. But oh, me seasonal. <laughs> Yeah. Like, KJ, yeah, okay, you no. feel feel free to journal about that. <laughs> so seasonal questions. I found this. So I did this at the beginning of the summer and it really helped me get like my mind around the summer and figure out what was coming and what I wanted it to be. Right. So here are some questions. These come from the internet. What? I do not know where. Google. At all. So <laughs> just, just be like, thank you, internet for the- whenever I'm talking to my husband and I mean the internet, I say everyone. So he's, I was like, who's everyone. And I'm always like the internet. <laughs> That's why I say everyone. Cause it's not literally everyone like, well, everyone's wearing it. And he's like, who I'm like, the internet is, the you internet's know, wearing it. so the internet, everyone gave Crop you these questions. And juicy sweatsuits. Oh my gosh. Don't even get me. I, it is unbelievable. Unbelievable. Cause I'm like, I didn't even wear that the first time personally because I wasn't cool enough. And so it's kind of like, Oh, thank you to come back and remind me that I still am not cool enough because now I'm old. So <laughs> that's wonderful. Okay. okay. So our seasonal questions, yeah. we, too many tangents. You're welcome. The first thing to ask is, and we will put these in the show notes so that you can like see them nice and clear. The first thing is, what am I most excited about? A really fun question. Like, what am I excited for in this new season? The next thing, what am I already stressed about? Very good question. Very legitimate, right? Next, I loved this one. This definitely comes from a minimalist person, just so you know, which is a lot of what I follow on my Instagram. What summer outfit do I feel great in? The implication being, let's get more of that and less of everything else, right? Mm -hmm. Um, so please change summer fall. to fall. Yeah. Oh my gosh, you guys. Jeez Louise, I should have they already done this. They would not that out. <laughs> I, I believe in the brain power of each and every one of you to make this adjustment, adjustment correctly. 
Next thing is what is something I can decide once? So for instance, if you're like, what does that even mean? Like for me, it was, I'm going to decide what our meals are one time and I'm going to decide like what our routine is like one time. And then I'm not going to change it for the rest of the summer if possible. Obviously not like inflexible, but just like, what can I get figured out one time instead of every day being like, oh, what's for dinner? Like that's a lot of stress. Um, next is what home task will I be least motivated to do? Um, and I think these ones come with the assumption of like, and how will I tackle that? Right. Right. Which is not explicitly, we can explicitly do it. We'll do some parentheses for you guys. Um, so like what home task will I be least motivated to do? Parentheses, like how can I make that easier for myself? Right. Mm -hmm. So for me, it's dishes every night how do I make it better? I listen to my own podcast. No, I'm just kidding. I listen to other people's podcasts or books. And then next, the last question is, what will I be glad that I did? Or what will I be glad that I didn't do? Which I think both of those questions actually can be split into their own answers. What am I going to be glad I did do? What am I going to be glad I didn't do? And there's just going to be such fascinating answers for that, right? Like, what am I going to be so glad that I just dropped and was like, that is not important in this season of life. What am I going to be so glad that I prioritized and made happen, you know? Yeah. So just some really fun seasonal questions for you guys to just get you in the mood for a fall that's going to be wonderful and exciting, especially because fall is wonderful, exciting. I think that people are pretty obsessed with fall. It doesn't need like me to be its cheerleader. I enjoy fall. You all know that I do not enjoy the winter. Yeah, I am trying so hard, but I don't love it. So it's kind of nice for me to be like, I'm going to really embrace this last like little bit of I can go outside whenever I want to. Yep. And so... I'm so excited. So I will be journaling about these things this week myself because yeah, I know that a lot of people like started fall when their kids went back to school, but I am a homeschooler. So I believe that school should start after Labor Day. And so that means that school started this week. So yeah. I'm, it's just a different vibe around here. So I'm also like, it's not fall until it's like a little bit cold, but today was the day I woke up and I was like, I have to put on a sweatshirt getting out of bed. That means fall is here. So it's time yep. to do my journaling. Congrats to all of us. We've made it. These prompts. The point is you dig deep, you figure out some stressors that maybe you aren't even aware of without some of this introspection. And then you kind of game plan, okay, how can I cope ahead of that? Like if you're already stressed about Christmas and Christmas parties or family interactions, then you know that right now in September and you can do some of the work required to handle that the way you want to. And so doing some of this inner work helps reduce that mental load because you aren't carrying so much of it around with you. You're problem solving it. You're figuring it out. So that's why we share it in the hopes that it can shift your journaling in a way that's going to benefit you. Yeah. And feel free to just like journal this and then throw it away or never look at it again. You know, like there's, this is not, like I said, like a, a typical like life journey kind of a journal. This is like, if you want to write whatever you want to write and you don't ever want to look at it again, feel free. If you're like, oh, I want to have my seasonal 
like I'm going to go through it all and I'm going to revisit it throughout the season so I can be reminded of my goals. Wonderful. That's also beautiful. Like it's just so nice and easy. It's just about digging deep, connecting with yourself and allowing what's going to come out to come out, you know, and then you can choose what to do with it. So there's definitely, when I started doing this journaling, I was, you know, like if I was, when I was infertile, like a lot of the stuff that came out was like darker stuff. Like I was like very depressed, blah, 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 you know, that kind of stuff. And it's very also fascinating to kind of see like, oh, wow, this is what's coming out of me. This is good information for me to know, for me to address and to kind of deal with instead of ignoring. And this is my way of starting to deal with it, which is great. And if you have like a period where you're like, everything that's coming out is happy. Enjoy that. Enjoy the like double dose of happiness of like, I'm feeling happy and I'm like experiencing seeing that I'm happy because I'm writing it all down. Like just enjoy whatever comes out, learn from it and just uh, let it change you in just a small, simple way of just like understanding yourself a little bit better, which I think is so valuable. Yeah. Perfect. Okay. So some potential things to come and you guys can let mm. us know what would be the most helpful or interest you. Um, mm-hmm. But we've talked about talking about seasonal meal plans, um, daily rhythms. Indeed. What else have we talked about? Making our systems more automatic, like scheduling, mm-hmm. um, offloading, mm-hmm. like daily tasks. That didn't make me. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Like when we talked about, I think we talked about that kind of in the uh, routines, the habit forming one. Mm, yeah, yeah. Right. We talked about that kind mm-hmm. of like how you st- habit stack and stuff like that. Yes, yes. Which is, yeah. So this is all scattered. And now it's going to be like this beautiful, what is it called? Series. Yes. It's going to be a beautiful series. So you can just find it all, you know? Yes. Yeah. So let us know if if anything would be helpful to talk about and look forward to next week when we discuss how to start your own self-care club and what that is because it's probably different than what you think of when you hear self-care club. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it could be a game changer in your life. So it was in mine. That. It is in mine is what I should say. Yeah. Yep. See ya. Bye. Thanks for joining us today. We want to create a community of inclusion where we can have conversations about topics that you need help with or have questions about. We want you to have a voice in this process, so please let us know what you want to hear about on future episodes. You can email us at thoughtspod at gmail.com. And if you search thoughtspod, you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. All original music is composed by Milan Bryich from Valley of the Bears, and our logos are by Rick Thomas. Thanks for joining us.